Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jello Kuhn and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. My name is Jello Kuhn, along with a different Zach. A Zach with an H. Yes. Zach, it is I. Yes. Zach was here a long, long time ago in a podcast far away. We reviewed Air Gear together. Yep. I was on fairly uh, more recently. I I mean, I have been on with uh, other Zach. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot about that. Yes. And then I was on one of your top ten things i've i've been on a couple of times yes okay i i just don't uh i don't remember well it happens in old age well see that's why you bring me on because i remember yes there you go so zach is back to review yeah. b stars yes and if you want more of zach and me you can check out our other podcast review a mania where we talk pro wrestling and pro wrestling things. Yes. Although, you know, I probably will be on here from time to time still. There you go. Huzzah. So yeah, reviewmania.com. Go check it out. We record pretty regularly. We review all the WrestleManias. We're up to WrestleMania 26. And yeah, all kinds of good stuff over there. Yeah. So, Zach, it has been lockdown city. Yes. It's like prison school, except there's no female guards and all the um, time in the world. I, I, I think it's nothing like prison school. Uh, but to be fair, I've only watched like four episodes of that. Same. I gave up on that show. But uh, what have you been watching lately? Uh, well, I've been watching, uh, Beastars, which is why I'm here to review it. Um, I have been, uh, dipping, uh, toes into nostalgic things as of late. Some, so, some Naruto, some, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, some Shonen things from the past, uh, some old anime movies, uh, things like, uh, stuff by Satoshi Khan, some, yes, uh, some, uh, Studio Ghibli stuff, because uh, I've been watching a lot of things on Netflix Europe. <laughs> Yay VPNs! Uh, yeah, so I mean, all the all the Ghibli stuff is on Netflix Europe, so I've been watching that stuff. So yeah, it's been good. Good. Um, what, what about you, Rob? I have been showing my wife Konosuba. I got never it. seen it. What? never seen it i am hitting stop right now <laughs> that is a sin what? 
You need to go watch it. Yes, Konosuba is life. Mm. So, yeah, I've been showing my wife Konosuba. We're up to episode seven. She, I think, is enjoying it. I've been enjoying watching it, though. It's got a dub and everything. It's great. Oh, dubs. Oh, why? Shut up. (laughs) All you sighted people can sit comfortably on your couch. I can't. I I have glasses. Still. Uh, My wife also was really interested in the paranoia agent because Adult Swim started in airing that on Toonami. Oh, again? And she, Yeah, and she was like, that looks really interesting. So I showed her to the first two episodes, and she's like, this is really weird. I don't get it. But so, it's like the greatest anime television show ever made. I wouldn't say that, but it's still damn good. I, well, I, I guess I, I stan uh, Satoshi Khan a little bit, so... Ah. Uh, one of my favorite you know, he's, things he's made was Perfect Blue. Yeah, and you know he's uh, he's the creative force behind Paranoia Agent, so mm-hmm. you know you can listen to both reviews. You can find them on our review index, bonsaibeat.com, front slash reviews. I reviewed Paranoia Agent, and Zach and I both reviewed uh, uh, Perfect Blue. But mm. uh, yeah, so doing that. I also started uh, getting back into the this season's anime, and I, I, I've been trying to watch the um, um, what is it? The goddamn it! Oh yeah, the Otome game. Uh, anime that Zach's been watching and says it's really good. I watched season. I watched episode two and episode three, and I'm I'm just not liking it yet. So I'm kind of eh. Um, it doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. Princess game. I don't quite get it. Yeah, it's like she's living the life in the game. But she's not 100% sure if she's in the game or it's going to like r- happen the same way that happens in the game. Wait a minute. Is this kind of like a uh, Sword on Online bullshit thing? Yes and no, but she's actually living the life of one of the characters. Okay. And so she knows things that are going to happen in the future, and she's young enough. Like, she starts out as, like, eight-year-old, like, princess. Mm-hmm. And she knows what happens, like, in ten years or, you know, six years or whatever, seven years down the line. So in her head, they anamorphosize, like, her different feelings. And she's like, oh, shit, a red flag. And, like, a flag, a doom flag. Oh, my God. What can we do to fix this? Or, like, will this happen? Or, yeah, just that sort of thing. It's, I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really enjoying it. But I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to keep watching through. That's that's really all I can say about that. Um, I also started watching more of Fruits Basket second season, or sorry, Fruits Basket first season, the the remake, and mm. I don't I don't know, like I'm just it's too much, it's too girly it's too everything it's like i know i've watched the original fruits basket 
back when I very first started watching anime. So it's like, I know what's going to happen. And like, it looks pretty, but I'm just not being pulled in to be like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta watch this, you know? I mean, that's understandable. I mean, we all have different tastes. It's fine. Um, and then I haven't gotten back to listeners yet. That first episode was interesting, but I, I want to watch it dubbed. I don't want to watch it subbed because it seems like there's way too much dialogue. But I, I don't know. It, it seems kind of weird. It's made by the same person who made Eureka 7. And it's just, it feels like a lot of the same. Mm. Just with, you know, different weirdness. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, I started watching uh, High School Saya Girls. The 2014 amorphized Sega anime. Where Ooh. we follow... <laughs> Get out of here, Rob. What? I grew up as a Sega kid in the 90s. No. You're wrong. Nintendo was made way better. But anyway, fuck Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I started oh, watching. Who's still that. making? Who's still? Who's still making game consoles? Is it Sega? No. I'm the, so there. Oh, uh, who, who 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 hasn't bought a game console since the 3ds XL? This guy. Oh, you should get a Switch. It's it's fun. Play I know. Animal my with me. Uh, I started playing it on the 3ds. It feels a lot like the same I've watched on YouTube of someone playing it. It's like yes. identical. Yes. It's okay. It's not very fun. That's uh, why you have to play with people, Rob. All I do is pick up seashells and oranges and get stung by bees and then drop them <laughs> off and I'm paying off my house. I'm paying yes. off a virtual debt. Yes. And then I catch a couple fish. I'm like, yeah, I caught a koi. And they're 4,000 bells. And I can't find koi anymore. Now I'm just finding black sea bass. And I can't catch anything in the ocean because nothing ever swims up. That's why you have to get bait. They don't sell bait yet. No, you, you don't. You don't sell. They don't sell bait. You make bait. I don't know how to build stuff yet. Ah, uh, just. I'm only on like day six, if that. Oh, hey, I am a novice Animal Crossing. I have never played Animal Crossing. Never on the GameCube because I didn't own a GameCube. And yeah, now I've thought about buying a a Switch. My wife wanted one for that exact reason. And you can't buy Switches. Well, yeah, they're hard to come by at the moment. Because they're good. I bet Nintendo will be like, yeah, we're doing the next pandemic. More money. They're not creating the pandemic, Rob. That is slander, and I will not hear it. It's going to be like the Mario flu. No, they won't name it after one of their characters. They'll name it after one of Sega's characters. It'll be the Sonic Shuffle. Uh, Anyway. So, yes, so we watched... I watched that. The nice thing is they're like 10-minute episodes. I've watched the first uh, first three episodes, and it's great. We see a three girls, one named Mega Drive, one named Saturn, and one named Dreamcast. And 
man. It's great. Like, Dreamcast is like, oh, let me get on the internet and get that information for you. And she starts dialing up. And then she goes, oh, shit. It's not very prime time. My family's really poor. I can't go on the internet right now. And they have to graduate high school by playing different Sega games. And they're brought into the games. And the first mission is to play Virtual Fighter on the Sega Saturn and defeat 100 people. And it's great. Because Sega, uh, Sega Dreamcast has the headbutt move where they do a swan dive headfirst into the ground and it kills, like, everyone. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play Sega Saturn? No, I oh. did not have a Sega Saturn. I had a PlayStation and an N64. My buddy had a Sega Saturn on launch because his mom's boyfriend, I think, was trying to suck up to him. His, like, new mom's new boyfriend. So bought him the Sega Saturn. Man, we'd play the shit out of Virtual Fighter. We'd play the shit out of Sega Rally. And, uh... And those were the only two games that came out for it. Ah, Revolution X. Are you familiar with that game? No. It is the game by AC... No, by Guns N' Roses. Where you shoot CDs. You're not selling it, Rob. It was awesome! In the (laughs) 90s. You had to listen to real fucking Guns N' Roses music. Why would I do that? It's called Revolution X. It was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> Why would I ever want to do that? Because it was awesome, and the Red Guns N' Roses kicks ass. No, they don't. <laughs> what are you, uh, my dad? Hey. Don't talk back to me, boy. <laughs> uh, next, you're going to say Tom Petty's terrible. He is terrible. Oh, that is it. God damn it. <laughs> Ah, terrible. Fucking young kids today. Don't even know good music. But yeah, that's about all I've been watching. Um, I've really enjoyed going back and watching Konosuba. It's been fun. There's, pro- there's, a qu- there's not a lot I missed from the when I watched it originally, watching it uh, duh, uh, subbed, but it's been really fun. It's an, it's, an easy, it's an easy watch. So. Alright, anything else you want to discuss? No, I'm, I'm all good for right now. Alright, well let's get into our DVD picks. So. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. Alright. DVD picks! It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Yeah, we've got oh, see, oh, God, Wonderful World, plus the OVA on Blu-ray. Uh, but you can get it now. Uh, hmm. Poco's Udon World. I have no idea what that is. I don't know. Black Clover, Season 1. We've got the yeah. Ride. If you like the that Shonen Jump stuff, that's probably right up your alley. No, I do not like Shonen Jump stuff. Well, that's what Black Clover is. It's like one of the biggest sh- things in Shonen Jump right now. Ah, yeah. The Rising of the Shield Hero Part One and Part Two. Um, 
3D animation. No idea. Uh, City Hunter, the movie? Yay, City Hunter. Man, how many times have we released that? Uh, listen, City Hunter can be released all at once because City Hunter is awesome. Fair enough. Good old discotheque. Yes. Uh, she and her cat, everything flows. Love that series. Very made me sad. Fractal, the complete collection. Okami-san and her seven companions. And Run with the Wind. Out of that mix, I would rather say Konosuba and she with her cat. Or she and her cat. I would not pick any of those because, to be honest, I haven't seen any of those. However, on June 2nd, Tokyo Godfathers is being re-released on Blu-ray and DVD by Shout Factory. Ooh. Buy, buy that. There you go. Because that is a good movie. So you got Sound Euphorium on the 2nd of June. Uh, the Proud Promise, The Brave New World. Is that Oh, yeah, it does. There's multiple songs. I think I'm the wrong series. Yeah, Sound Euphonium. Well, this is the, the Sound Euphonium movie. Yeah, there's yeah. like, there's a, I think there's a couple seasons of Sound Euphonium. There is. A Demon Lord, Retry, the complete collection. Hensuki, are you willing to fall in love with this girl as long as she's a cutie? Which I talked about in our top 10 anime of 2019. You misread that title on purpose, Rob. It is, are you willing to fall in love with a pervert as long as she is a cutie? Yes, are you? Uh, no. Mix part two. Phantom, Requiem for a Phantom. A Essentials Collection. Go fucking buy that show. Yeah, it it's a it's awesome a bone show. show. It's it, It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty sweet. That ending, bro. That ending. Robotics Notes Complete Collection Essentials. 35 bucks. Why is it more expensive than Requiem? Maybe it's like 20 bucks. Maybe it's longer. Enough. Maybe it's longer. Strike Witches, 501st, Joint Wing Squad Takeoff. Ugh, fuck Strike Witches. Tokyo Godfathers. Aria the Origination. Aria the OVA. Basically, all the Arias. Just all, all the Arias. Yeah, it's like Right Stuff's big release of the year. Go buy that so that they can release good things like Utena again. We don't need another Utena. We got Utena. We need we need good things to be released. So if they sell Aria, they can, you know, re-release Utena. We don't want... Why the fuck would you need to re-release? Because Utena's a good show. Yes, buy the show then. We don't need another <laughs> re-release. Fuck re What happens if it's out of print? They can print more. They fucking own the license. <laughs> They're a DVD distribution company. <laughs> but they can put other things in it, like more rings. I want more slapping. <laughs> I want that maid to get slapped more, whatever her name was. Or, you know what? Instead of re-releasing Utena, they should license Brother Dear Brother and put that out on Blu-ray. Well, there you go. Yes. I'd buy that for a dollar. For a dollar? You bastard. Uh, that's, that was a uh, RoboCop reference. I didn't get it. Because uh, we're 
we're from a wrestling podcast, so we obviously are also connected to RoboCop. Yes. Damn you, WCW. (laughs) And finally, Tamako Market, the Love Story Collection. Sounds gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I bought a bunch of anime recently. So much so, I have to build a fucking shelf. Because my current shelf is out of room. So I am building a custom shelf so I can house more anime. I am sad. Hey, that's cool. I'm probably going to be buying a shelf soon for all of my Gunpla models. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Gotta love those robots. There you go. B-Stars! Yes. B-Stars. Um, so... This is a, uh, relatively recent show, uh, aired in Japan late last year, just came out onto, uh, Netflix not too long ago. It's part of Fuji TV's Plus Ultra Block. Uh, which has nothing to do with uh, My Hero Academia, but uh, has that uh, name anyway. Studio and uh, ba- Orange. Hmm? Studio Orange. Yes, Studio Orange produced it. Uh, I don't. I want to talk a little bit about pl- the Plus Ultra programming block for just a second, though, yeah. uh, because it is an interesting. Th- it's an interesting thing. Uh, are you familiar with Noitamina? Oh yeah. Animation backwards. Okay. Noitama was badass when it started. It had things like Eden of the East. I remember that being the first like big Noitama sh- like the, probably the first Noitama show. It, um, I don't think it was the first, but it was one of it was one, one of the, of the early first ones. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is Noitama still around? Is I don't ever see the bumpers. Uh, I believe it is, but Plus Ultra is a is similar programming block. Um, yeah, yeah Noitama you know, was like the like. I don't even want to call it prestigious. It's kind of like a higher it was level. Animation for, it was animation for adults. That's yeah. kind of what it was. its aim was. Plus Ultra has a similar thing. Animation for adults, but also animation that can be taken overseas and be shown as this is what good anime is. Gotcha. And so, and so Plus Ultra, every show that's been on the Plus Ultra block has shown up on Netflix. Ah, <laughs> dang. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go over a few of the other shows that have been on there. Um, Ingress, the animation revisions, uh, Carol and Tuesday. Uh, oh, that was Carol, a big one. Yeah, I loved Carol and Tuesday. Yeah, uh, Drifting Dragons, which I believe is uh, just going to be on there, and then there's going to be B Star season two sometime in 2021 because there's two other shows that are going to be. Uh, coming out, which are BNA, Brand New Animal, and uh, Great Pretender. And if you look at the um, uh, studios that work on Plus Ultra Animation, it's places like Bones, uh, Studio Trigger. So it's like it's big name studios too. So it's it's a pretty cool block, all things considered. Um, and B Stars was like you know the third fourth show that's been on that block. Um, 
originally was a manga by a guy, uh, by a person going by Paru Itaki. And the central idea of Beastars is uh, high school drama, except that uh, the characters are anthropomorphic animals and there are two groups of animals there are carnivores and there are herbivores and they are grouped together and that causes a lot of drama as you would probably think yep I would think that yeah so at the very start of the first episode we see that there is a uh, goat or a lamb alpaca sort of animal um, called Tem and he is murdered by a mysterious carnivore student and so that's how the series starts and then um, we follow a character by the name of Legoshi spelled uh, Lego and she (laughs) and he is a gray wolf and he's like this uh, quiet, unassuming sort of character. He tries to hide in the background, and he is part of the drama club as like a uh, art uh, student. Like he paints the backgrounds and things like that. And um, one day, he's asked by a character by the name of Lewis, although the uh, subtitles call him Ruis with an R, which kind of annoyed me who is a red deer to watch over a uh, tryout to replace Tem, who part in the upcoming play. And as he, he uh, Legoshi is watching this uh, practice take forth, he gets a scent of something that triggers his animalistic tendencies. And he attacks a, another student, um, a young rabbit by the name of Haru. And uh, he like bites down on her arm but doesn't do anything else and Haru gets away and like oh she's kind of like completely terrified by what he has done and essentially the rest of the series is Legoshi coming to terms with his carnivore nature and his developing relationship with Haru the rabbit okay yeah. So, so like, it sounds like they're like, on one hand, it could be like, well, you're giving into your animal tendencies. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, they have empathy for what they're doing. Right, and it goes into a few things like uh, in the in the world that this takes place in, uh, there are you're not carnivores are not allowed to eat meat, and so everybody is on a vegetarian or a vegan diet essentially um the carnivores get their protein through soy and other things like eggs and and stuff like that and um so that's they kind of explain it that way but there are there's there's certainly like a darker element to uh what's going on and how certain carnivores survive so there is that as well So, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting show. Um, animation is interesting. Um, the backgrounds are static 2D 
animation planes and the characters themselves are how i don't want to say self-shaded but they're certainly more three-dimensional than their surroundings are so sometimes when a character moves it looks a little odd but for the most part it's animated very well and then there are bits where like things will go black and white or um there's just other animation styles on display um throughout the show which makes it visually very interesting to look at um the opening sequence is also done uh in a i guess the closest way that i would describe it is either wallace and gromit or those claymation uh christmas specials like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh the opening sequence is done like that animated that way which is very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you have any questions or anything. Not, not really. Um, so like everyone seems to say like, this is a really emotional show and tackles a lot of hard hitting issues Mm. that you can't do with like, it's easier to do with the animals and stuff, but maybe compared to humans i think that there would be certain like questions um if it were human characters because the characters themselves are all in high school they're like between the ages of 16 and 18 years old so like haru for example is she's like very promiscuous and stuff like that and i think that if the character was exactly the same but a um human you know maybe that would rub people the wrong way with some of the way that she's treated within the show um i mean it shows like things like bullying it shows a lot of the things that kids within a high school environment would go through which was one of the things that kind of drew me into the show because i'm a high school teacher so I see connections with stuff that maybe some of my students go through and stuff like that to a certain de- degree. I mean, nobody's eating anybody, but <laughs> um, some of the some of the dynamics, yeah, class class dynamics and stuff like that um, are certainly um, pretty realistic. Did you have a favorite character? Um. No, I'm not really. I mean, I I I think Legoshi is it is an interesting character. Um, his, he, there's one character who I didn't me- mention. He uh, who is a um, like a yellow lab named Jack, who is like Legoshi's best friend. Mr. Um, he butter. appears in it, huh? Mr. Peanut Butter. He's not Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter is a golden retriever. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, he's like a yellow lab, and he's um, he's he's kind of he's kind of fun. Um, Lewis is like this high-strung, I'm better than everybody sort of character that you see in a lot of high school drama shows. Um, he's Basically, he's kind of a dick, but he's also like he has um, his uh, his own uh, 
he has his own problems and things like that. So he becomes a more sympathetic character as time goes on. But at the beginning of the show, he's kind of like, why, why is everybody like fawning over this jerk? That sort of thing. So uh, it, it did well enough that there is going to be a second season and I'd be interested in seeing what happens in the second season. Um, I don't know if the manga is actually being released in. Yes, it is being released by Viz. So if you're interested, if you like the show and you're interested and you want more now, you could always read the manga. Um, Cause it's uh currently at 18 volumes in Japan. So they have a lot of uh, material to go through. Gotcha. So did the show end like any kind of cliffhanger or just kind of like, okay, we wrapped up. The uh, there's certainly like things that need to be answered. It's like, cause it's only 13 episodes. So like, um, there's definitely more there. They ended at a good point though. So you don't have to necessarily watch anymore if you don't want to gotcha there's certainly more gotcha okay uh did you watch it subbed i did watch it subbed um it is on netflix so there is a english dub for this show i didn't watch any of it dubbed i don't tend to watch dubs not because I dislike dubs, but when I watch a movie, when I watch media from another culture, I tend to watch it in the language that it was originally made in because it just makes more sense to me. Gotcha. Fair yeah. enough. Well, cool. Anything else you want to say before we head off? Uh, no, but thank you for having me on to talk about the show. Um, and I always if you need somebody to uh, co-host i'm always here there you go all right everybody thank you very much for listening see you soon bye-bye this has been the bonsai beat podcast if you have any feedback head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode while you're there you can also find our review index which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the bonsai beat podcast If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.